Well, other than the cards and the gut told me to do it, <laughs> which sounds great, right? My first ever Spontina cast, as I'm calling it. I don't, didn't come with a purpose. Came with a feeling. And everything had directed that now's the time to jump into the deep and trust my instinct. There's supposed to be a gateway between the two worlds. Now that sounds crazy, right? Though this song does sound a little worldly. So, I tend to look for the signs because oftentimes our perception is trained to follow the parameters of a society. And there's all sorts of hidden things that have been there the whole time in our lives. Like when I started looking at some of the patterns I recognized, you know, take fighting movement for instance, at first you don't even know what you're doing, you're just like throwing, swinging some leather or whatever, you're just randomly throwing your punches. You can see people set things up, their energy gives them away, their eyes give them away. You saw you can, you can anticipate what people are doing beforehand. And there's a similar thing in all things, but how do you find the the hidden world behind the world? Yeah. For a while now, everyone's talking about this energy shift. And you can't help but think that like every time period thinks that they're the time period that's gonna either be the end of the world or gonna be the one that figures it all out, right? So, whatever reason, I feel like I have a an adequate grasp of of the concept of higher dimensions from a a transcendent spiritual perspective while still saying grounded enough to be in the parameters of a of a scientific method perhaps well as much as it can stay scientific um but you know whether we want to admit it or not, and I imagine even some staunch empiricists would have to admit that sometimes there's a, their gut feeling or there's there's just some, some thing that kicks off and you can blame it on instinct or blame it on evolution, but there's a, you know, your gut is, is the thing that connects you to the to the natural frequency of the universe and you know, all all things vibrate a certain a particular way and you it's like when you really get in tune with yourself you can feel when you're not vibrating like you know so decision doesn't feel intuitive it doesn't feel like it, it suits into your your vibration and what's neat about that is when you actually start be, really being yourself and following that you'll realize that the rest of things start to come a little bit easier 
because you'll, you're always like, oh man, I feel like I'm in the right spot at the right time. You'll, you'll be in the right spot at the right time a lot more often. And, you know, I just did, uh, in the past, you know, a few days I've done a cast on my, on my trauma. I guess it's been a week on my trauma. And then today I, I finished, um, one on addiction and, you know, trying to gain acceptance as I was growing older, it would all be, you know, it was about building this thing to kind of hide my flaws so people wouldn't discard me too earlier, too early because I was always picked on and bullied and really never had any choice. My mind was, my mind and wit was there, but I had to use it for protecting myself. And so it's like now that my body caught up and I know how to fight it's, and I'm not worried about anybody bullying me anymore. So now it's like my mind has its ability, it has its chance to, you know, do its thing now without any fear of repercussions. But, you know, as I've gotten older, I, I definitely feel it's hard for me to stay mad at people because ultimately I understand that, you know, most resistance comes out of fear. And when you don't understand something, you, or you have to either understand something so well, or you have to to not, or you have to not understand something or its nature because you fear what you don't understand because you don't know how to control it, how to dictate it, and, you know, Nietzsche, Nietzsche, I think, actually was on to something with his will to power that everybody says, like, we, you know, we strive for happiness, it's like, as he says, happiness is a side effect, we strive for power, because the more power you have, the more decisions you can make, and the less surprises there are. So, we are, we are beings seeking to uncover all the knowledge. It's like, it's like we like suspense because it's exciting, but at the same point, point, we're always trying to find out what's going to happen or well, what if I can get a, a sneak peek. Because then it's like, that's just more comfort you have. And the more comfortable you are, the more you know, the more, you know, they say knowledge is power. So, obviously, if... Uh, if not knowing something or being unfamiliar with something would be the lack of that, then, then you understand why everything is based off this, this fear. And so when it comes to other people, people, I've noticed when they, when they can't tear you down for other things, they have, uh, have to tear you down for, for your, you know, particular thing. That's why I'm just like trying to get my battle addiction and my, which is tell you my whole life story because it's like, I got to this point, I didn't do it maliciously, at no point was I like, you know what, I'm gonna fucking do this, no, it, it was, it's always been where I ended up, and I think, I think being able to show that, where that came from is important, because then, and then it's, and that's, then you're gonna actually have to hate me for me, which is fine. But you're not going to be able to be like, oh, I don't like him because he does that. It's like, no, you're just being like, oh, I don't like him because I'm jealous or I just don't like him. He's annoying. He talks too much. He's got too much energy. And I get that. But I feel like I've got a lot of good things going for me, too. And I feel like I am a bridge. Um, because I, I do feel like I understand the other side enough to, to know what we're aiming towards but still grounded enough here to not be, you know, stuck in this, like, holy art dial, like, you gotta come to the way or the pathway. It's like, 
No, no, no. Like, so I don't like most belief systems because if you ever have to be holier, holy art thou type thing where it's like, oh, welcome to the land of purity. I'm like, nah, dude. Like, sarcasm's a thing. Like, sarcasm is definitely a thing. We're, we're humorous. We're sometimes dicks. And that's part of existence. And to deny that, I feel like it's just being fake. And I think that's what it all comes down to with belief systems. It's just like, So if your belief system or quote unquote, my air quotes here, ascension or transcendence involves you like, I deny this aspect of myself. It's like, well, I mean, controlling it, being aware of it and not being able to be ruled by it is one thing, but to just flat out ignore it, it's like, look at anyone who tries to repress something of themselves. It eventually comes out like someone ever talks about their anger and one day someone makes them snap. And all of a sudden that guy, like, whatever, whoever pisses him off is about to have their face broken, thrown into a, you know, a car or something. You know, you look at the people that, that try to be, you know, so pure, and they're, they're the ones with the dead bodies in their basement. They're the ones with, like, the pedophilia ring going on. It's like, no one can be that good. Like, we have a shadow side. And, you know, embracing that and understanding that, you know, Jungian psychology, or we should at least look into a little bit of Jungian psychology, and if not, just for the basics, but, you know, I feel like some, some, just something as simple as understanding that, like, nothing can stand in the light without casting a shadow, it's like, that, that whole concept is, makes you realize that, like, you just can't be 100% good with no flaws or no weaknesses, it's like, that, that's, that's how things are, and it's like, are denying an aspect of yourself so you're being fake it's like so don't be fake embrace what you are now obviously if, if your if your instinct is to break people's faces off then you're probably gonna have to control that but i'm sure there's a position where people need you to defend and if somebody crossed the line you can break their face off so it's about finding where you know that whole adage that there's no such thing as a bad drug and you know it's just using the ones at the wrong time or not having control of when you use it, I feel like the same thing is with like, you know, I feel like some people need their ass kicked and some people need a hug and the problem is we often choose the wrong one. We, we punch the guy we should hug and we hug the guy we should punch. So, but going, going back to sort of the call to do this is just like, I was going to go to bed and then, you know, fucking caffeine junkie over here is pounding Mountain Dew like it was nobody's business. Oh, I only took like a fourth of a scoop of pre-workout. I'm about to both check on the high because I feel like I'm supposed to accomplish something. You know, whether, you know, people are, uh, I've, I've really have been in the tarot cards, you know, past couple of years and lately they've really started working for me. And, uh, you know, people are like, okay, that's that's bullshit. I'm like, all right, well, I mean, like, think about it. Like, everything's everything's energy, right? It's all, you know, electromagnetic energy. Uh, so, if everything's energy, everything's frequency. It's like, is tarot bullshit, or is it just like a way to translate that frequency? It's like you feel a vibration. You know, you're looking for an answer, and if that card represents the thing, you know, it's like you you you're 
your intuition or your gut, you know, which isn't one of the empirical five, um, but I bet you if you got everybody to be on a lie detector test and had to be 100% honest, most people would probably believe that it's, it's there whether or not we can prove it or can prove that it's a sense in itself because it's not, you know, it's not repeatable or um, something that's how we have scientific evidence is we we're able to do something over and over again and get a consistent result. So obviously, I, we haven't found a way to test the gut yet, I guess, consistently to know if it's bullshit or not. <laughs> but I can feel it's there. And, you know, I, I did a, a reading with this new deck and it was, it was basically saying that, like, now is the time, you know, embrace the candlelight. So I turned off the lights. I have a candle on right now. And right as I get on, like, this, this weird music right here. And it's got a really neat kind of vibe to it. It's very chill, but it resonates deeply. It's like it's got answers just in the in the fog. It's like when I when I picture this, I picture a presence, a consciousness that's in no hurry to go anywhere. It's it's like it's it's an eternal awareness of some sort of I can't use the term full, almost like it's almost like it's an infinite pit. Dark, but it's not evil, or maybe not evil in the same sense because it's not attempting to be scared. It's it's just it's so naturally its own vibration, and it's so just like enchanting and slow. But there's there's depth to it. Every time I feel the abyss that's sucking in, I feel like there's layers of infinite knowledge in there. And you know, anyone ever's done like DMT over it's like the first thing you realize you know assuming you're not just blown away to the point where you're just like not processing anything but like to me it was just like every time I, I knew it I'm just like this is much much there's complexity it, it, it reeks of complexity it reeks of efficient language and and not even words aren't even spoken it's like everything pulsates and intensifies by color and and you know pulsating it's like months of language is communicated in just fractions of like seconds like there's no limitation of it taking time to communicate something only your ability to process it instead of just being blown away but but the, you know that knowing that what's over there is more complex over here than over here by far it's like you can't even bring most of what's over there over here so it's like everything here could fit there but most of what's over there couldn't fit over here. It, it doesn't, it's too complex. And I, I imagine anyone here who's meditated or done a lot of hallucinogens knows what I'm talking about. Or astral projected. You know, but what I, I felt for the longest time that the other side's sort of been calling me. Like, I dream dreams I get ripped apart from my body um sort of like a forced astral projection and when I get there though it's like it's never seems to be like one entity or one it's all it seems like it, I'm in this like waiting area and there's just like tons of different factions there and 
and it's like I'm needed for something, or I know something, and this, I, I mean, I, like, I, according to numerology, and my, you know, I'm a master 11, or master, and, uh, you know, there's, uh, I chose to come back, apparently, which, cool, I mean, I don't, I don't, you know, really know how to prove something like that, but, you know, there's a reason why patterns are recognized, because math is a thing, and we often think that, like, oh, this is completely random, but it's just, we just don't have enough, uh, the ability to see how it's all tied together, and, I mean, isn't that what knowledge is anyway, is it's, it's like there are less individual things, those individual things are now groupable together, you know, we, you know, instead of being like, random circular purple thing, or, you know, bigger red, you're like, oh, it's an apple and a grape, but it's like, now they're fruit, instead of just being two total different, you know, things, and maybe someone dumb might worship them as a deity, like, oh, hello, grape god, but, you know, the more you learn, the, the less mystery there is, the less things are separate, the more things start to become connected, and, you know, we're really just uncovering the pieces of what's in us, because, Nothing can exist without the pieces for it to be uh, possible to exist. So, to say consciousness comes out of non-consciousness without the pieces for consciousness being available in the ether, like it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't, you know, solidify with or solidify ha fun. It doesn't, um, you know, correlate with with mathematics. It's like you know, a lot of uh, science wants to pick and choose when it's going to follow the mathematics and when it's going to be like, oh, we don't know the equation, but, you know, there's a, there's certain connections. There's a, a piece of, sorry, I just feel like I'm supposed to like process this and resonate for a second. So, I don't even know what I was do- doing for that specifically, but music's like take a pause and just absorb the vibration. for a second and then we'll pause and come back so continuing on this random cast I think this is one of those moments where you're sort of guided by the vibe and the vibe was like dude run with it so the main theme being that we have so many pieces within us 
and it, it, instead of like looking out there, it's like we probably have better answers and a lot of stuff we've been told, but we don't ever meditate enough to get to them. It's like we have to separate ourselves from the paradigms and our habits in order to find new information, which will lead us to doing making different decisions. So, like, what, what, what's interesting is that, like, I've been called to do the, the, the tarot, and, you know, whether you're doing, like, the runes, or you've got the, the I Ching, or all you're doing is using random objects, uh, in this case, cards, that have pictures on them, to sort through the vibrations of the universe, and, you know... It sounds like absolute hocus-pocus, but, you know, we can sit there and move our hands around. Even people who don't have know anything about energy work or um, things like Reiki or whatnot can put their hand down, you know, someone rub, roll their hand around and have energy. You can, you can feel the static between. It's generating energy. Well, the, the cards are... When you're sending out a frequency, you're you're feeling a frequency, or your your subconscious is connecting to something, it it'll recognize it. it it's like it's like you just like how you can you can you know feel why you should go left instead of go right, and you're like I have no logical reason. I just can feel it in my gut that I'm supposed to go that direction, and you, you know you'd be right. It's like your part of you is sensing this vibration. So that's all the cards are. Um, now that being said. Uh, I've had the you know the urge to buy a variety because I feel like there's about to be a lot of different types of messages I need to figure out and just like there's no one martial arts technique or one basketball play or one you know you know particular formation a band will play it's like you there's different things for different situations different weather sizes um, aggressions you know, whatever it may be, and so having a variety is having the ability to, since the secondary, tertiary, whatever the hell's after tertiary colors and, and of the, the, the spirit, so, which is funny because it's like I've been, I've been trying to get more mathematics in and really trying to understand certain concepts, um, empirical concepts, but what's interesting about that is that I keep getting drawn more and more to the, to the realm of spirit, and then it's like, you know, I feel like there's, there's this whole point, it's like a return to our senses that aren't our empirical senses, and, you know, with, like, Mary's, you know, finding her connection to her Zoroastrianism, um, and I feel like, I feel like everyone's starting to jump towards their niche or their familiarity, and I feel like, you know, I'm called to do this for whatever reason, but, so, anyway, we're continuing this on, like, it's so interesting, this, this, like, this music, too, is just, like, never heard any of these type of beats before. And they're all like really kind of weird and trippy, but they've got like nice little thought processes behind them. It's like nice energy. 
It's like energy of discovery, but like aggression and still complexity. But like right now, it's like I feel like I'm you know teetering on the border of like looking for a gate to something. And it's like, you know, it's not something you just keep traveling and look for. It's like, it's like the gates around us. And, you know, I've just been wondering if, if I'm trying to trust my gut on the specifics of what I'm supposed to do. Because my natural instinct is to go and like, you know, do something like DMT. Because I feel like, oh, that's a, not that it's a shortcut, but I mean, it is a shortcut, but it's like a, it, it, it's almost like they've you know, been waiting on me to come back and, you know, it's like, we'd like to give you the information, but we can't give it to you uh, here because it, you wouldn't be able to process it. So we don't have the tools to communicate it how we need to. So it's like, come to us, and then you can always go back. So that's where we're sort of at right now. Um, I feel like I've misplaced my pen, though, so... My gut's telling me to go do it, but now I can't find it. So I wonder if that's... I wonder if that's its own hand. Never mind, found it. <laughs> so, here we go. Be right back. Well, go ahead and start segment three. As I have taken the route of the Deemsters. Uh, such an interesting sensation so there's this need even though I'm in the dark this like shifting of things like things are it's like going fast probably because of the music well, that's cool oh that's fine that changes it up a little bit well there's you know, when I, was, I feel like there's this sort of, you know, for people who aren't familiar with th- things that are spiritual, I just think it's hokiness and there's nothing to it. It's like there's, it's like the underlying layers that are there. It's like, it's like you're not actually adding anything that isn't there. It's like it's just moving or you're seeing it in a way that there's revealing more of what's already there the entire time. So... That's a very important thing to observe is like what is constantly around that we miss just for whatever reason we're filtering out the information. So like there's this I think it's it's like when you actually stop and, and legitimately try to grasp like what's going on, you'll find I think you'll naturally find extra layers. But you know, like anything, if it can you know, because Stein talks about like you can exist within the limits of your language. So you have to expand your language for something to be able to exist or to be there. You have to you know accept that something is possible. And then once it becomes a thing, then you can start to develop the pieces to, to understand it as a thing.
life. Like right now, I'm looking at these same paintings that I always do. And I'm just seeing so much more stuff. It's like, it's like not even like, it's like I'm not even looking at the same paintings anymore. It was like what it's doing with the pieces that are there. That's part of it too, is it's like, keep looking for more things to add to our life when really it's like we have all the pieces there to begin with it's just that we need to start utilizing them or acknowledging them as pieces so like finding the value in something that we may not have previously found value in and you know that's what that was all what innovation was in our entrepreneurship was like this shit already exists what's new ways you can find use out of the stuff that's existed forever and that's sort of a good habit to get into is like trying to find like hidden not necessarily like everything's got some sort of like super hidden meaning but like but you know most stuff actually kind of does but there's there's that's why I think like everybody should do martial arts because you'll realize that like 10 years later that you're still doing the jab but you're like oh there is a whole nother thing going on with this bad boy that I didn't even no, I just thought I was flinging my front front my front arm. curious where this journey is going to go. I think I've built up a tolerance, but I also I realized it has like a delayed effect on how much is kicking my ass. And at this point, I'm, tr- I'm trying to force any particular direction. Just let it be. And it's also kind of what I'm doing with the music right now, too. Is letting it do whatever it needs to do. extra like language within the music and it's like the same music that I've always heard you know but but like you're finding like new layers and like how it moves
one thing I really want to talk about is besides just the complexity, it's like I literally look at these paintings and I'm like, not only am I seeing like different entities that were there before, but it's like, what, what could be done with the pieces? Like, holy shit, like, I wasn't giving them enough credit for like what they, what's already there, but what you can do with that, like how it can be stacked, how stacking it and giving it certain types of depth actually gives it more parameters in its language. So, you know, you know, I say like it's the undescribable, like I can kind of describe it. It's like, imagine like some of the craziest like metaphoric symbols and like abstract paintings. They're like, okay, there's not really a thing, but you're like, if it had to be a thing, it would be this. Oh, there's a whole lot of that going on. <laughs> but except for it just being like, you know, random and you accepting it random, you're like, holy crap, I can actually see the, the meaning of what's happening in that, in that, what I thought was just a metaphor, but I'm actually seeing detail in it. So that's kind of cool. Ooh. a good boy. Oh, it's interesting though, how I... I like to think that like my brain thinks in this way all the time, but like the visuals I definitely did not see all the time. And it's just it's like everything becomes this like topographic map. And like all of a sudden that every last one of those paintings Randy does makes perfect fucking sense all of a sudden. It's like I think it's so cool that that kind of also to me validates the whole concept of the spiritual because it's like here's something that like somebody does and they, they do it well but they don't even understand like necessarily the depth of their own ability and it's like I'm over here like oh shit I see what you're doing with it and it's like oh and he just says I go across the veil and then you know whenever whenever I come back I just sort of paint what I see and it's funny because it seems like it's sort of just random like when I first saw the paintings, I was like, oh, they're random, but like, when I'm, where I'm at right now, it's like, holy shit, I see the, the, the layers and all the, the complex geometry, and it's like, holy shit, it's like in, ingrained in every last one of his art pieces, and it's like, each one says something different, and different entities can use it as a, it's like what language that they're trying to speak, um, certain ones through certain paintings and it's like oh I can see why you come to this one because it has the shape and the vibration that you can be in order to communicate and like and there's this, I have this one painting that he did that you know he added up and then he was like you know what I feel like there's it, it not enough going on there and I thought he was just like, need to add more just make it look there was more going on but I was like oh no like he was it's like now that I look at what's coming out of it now, it's like it was too limiting on the entities that are trying to interact. It's like, no, I need more pieces to be able to communicate what I can in your world. So I think that's so I think that's fantastic. Like the fact that like here I am just witnessing the the complexity and this shit's been here the whole time. It's not like 
anything's being added to any of these things. It's just that I'm able to to do more with it. It's like depth itself, like the fact that the paintings aren't completely flat in 2D, that they have three dimensions to them, is part of the language itself. symbols and it's like holy crap like this stuff's just there I mean granted it, it is moving a little bit right now like nothing's staying completely still but it's like it's like it's almost like it's breathing in through itself but it's like that stuff's been there the whole time and it's like how am I seeing all this extra cool things out of it Super complex though, right? I'm gonna go back a few tracks because there were some really good ones. A bit ago. Oh, I like this one. I think this is the first one of the. Yeah, this is this is the one that like it really did a certain thing. I like that a lot. Like that's the language. You build up too much tolerance too quickly with this. Like it's already metabolized, you know, but
it's what's interesting is there's what would be considered like scary or evil by most people. You know, like when I was a kid, I'd be told like what I'm seeing right now is like, oh god, that's Satan. I'm like, that's like a demon thing for sure, but it's almost like it's wanting to communicate. And it's just interesting. Like, it can't help what it is. It's like. Like, I'm just being me, bro. I'm like, no, I get you. It's cool. It's like, I don't have any... I feel like fear is an interesting thing because we fear what we don't understand. But if you look at fear itself, it's like... If when you fear something, does it change? It's not like when you fear it goes, oh, cool, you're scared of me. I'll, I'll back off. It's like, no, if it's doing what it's doing, it's going to do it anyway, right? And so it's like... Why are we accepting fear if it, if it is the reality of the situation? It's like fear is almost like a, a, a waste. It's like it's like it's like a it's like a pleading of sorts, but it ain't gonna do anything. It's not like it's it's not like a human where you can see you can show fear and it's like oh dude I'm scaring you okay I'll chill. It's like if something's it's like nah, I'm doing my thing man. So it's like get rid of fear because it, it doesn't in the end protect you anymore. It's almost like we go back to being a child where you know our mom or dad or steps in and is like, I'll save you. And it's like, you know, as an adult, like, you gotta just realize that, like, that fear, it, do- it doesn't pro- it doesn't protect you, at least not conce- conceptually. Obviously, fear, you know, it's like, hey, I shouldn't jump in front of a car or I shouldn't stick my finger in an electric socket. I mean, that, that's, but, like, the fear of just sort of concepts and, 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 and things that are that are non-tangible at first. It's like you, you are placing random limitations on yourself. And fear is a, it's such a waste of time. And not that you shouldn't be scared, but like, don't let it cripple you. You're not doing stuff. Like, feel the fear, but fucking like, take it with you. I'm also probably making it not last as long because I'm talking the whole fucking time instead of just feeling it. But I want to be able to communicate what I'm experiencing. silence we don't give silence a chance because we always want to have you know shows or music or something so we don't have to experience that silence but the silence is actually very full like there's so much going on in the silence it's like a loaded package from amazon (laughs) and a lot of your secrets or answers you're looking for just listen to the silence it's packed loaded 
So right now I have my eyes closed. Because I know I can, I'm building up tolerance, but... It's interesting because it was... Shit. Just like the things that I see are just. Oh, I can know, I can tell that that a, a decent, you know, resistance built up because it happens almost immediately. But interesting that right now I just the leftover remnants of what was complex Just trying to observe what I feel, and it's, it's like being, you know, someone's like, I ain't got no hands free, and it's like, I got you, bro, and it's like, I'm gonna permeate your, your body and your consciousness, and any open spots where they're normally with space, I'm gonna fill it up with muchness of complexity and, and extra information and feeling and sensation.
something when it's like it's what it is it's like it, it's it's the universe being honest you respect something but don't fear it fear is unnecessary and it's like it makes you stand out and points out your weakness when like, you can absolutely respect something and not be afraid of it like, for instance, like, I mean, I know if I challenged Alistair Overeem to fight, he probably would knock my head off, knock me unconscious. But I'm not afraid of him. But I acknowledge what he can do. It's just being aware of asking the question and you can respect something's power it has without crippling yourself to the point to where you don't not even want to ask it about itself it's like you know you, you can you can be afraid of something but still be like hey what are you like and we need to ask the question because the question itself shows caring it's like even something that wants to attack you by you asking a question first instead of pointing an accusatory finger at somebody. And that's why politics doesn't go anywhere. That's why protests have trouble going anywhere because you're trying to get that person. You're trying to jam your feeling down to them and it's just getting closed off. But when you ask somebody a question, it shows, oh, you actually give a shit enough about well, where I come from that you're like, you're trying to understand. And that naturally is going to, you know, take the take some of the edge or bite off us people it's like why wouldn't that disarm somebody a little bit it's like oh fuck they actually care enough to to want to know you know Instead of thinking of something like the dialogue as a as a process, like the actual act of asking a question does something physically to the to the the way something is perceived. Instead of just it being like meta, you know, a metaphor or a, you know a, a, a thought theory of of something, it's like it is physically doing something. It's disarming somebody because when you ask somebody a question. You legitimately want to know, and that legitimately want to know can only come from a place of like compassion. Because it's like if you're actually legitimately listening, then you do care enough to like at least like okay, where are you coming from? Clearly, this is you're emotional enough about this. Like instead of calling you an idiot, like let's actually ask the question and then watch how it disarms people. Because you, you're, instead of you telling them what you think or like what's the right way, it's like you're actually like you give them a chance to go, hey, this is what I believe in, where I come from, and then 
people usually come off their, their own perch a little bit. Like the Plato said the dialogue had to happen. I always thought, oh yeah, of course we need to have the discussion, but the actual physical aspect of asking questions disarms somebody. It like opens someone up. And it's like you're investing in that person like you're now your attention which means your all your frequencies your 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 physical actual manifestation of energy and direction is going to be focused on that person like they can feel that like when you actually have somebody's attention you, you care enough to pay attention it's like that will melt somebody and so you know people are like i'm gonna tell you to tell what racist that are facing like yeah but they're not processing it as racism really they're just processing it as truth so it's like, you have to come at them with a question, like, let them, let them, de- you know, and then walk through, like, how, how do they get to that point? So I don't believe in, you know, deleting people off my Facebook, because I feel like you're, you're, you're missing a chance at a dialogue, and very rarely will somebody ever turn down the dialogue, like, most people can't wait for you to ask what their opinion is on something. And so it's like, instead of assuming, because, you know, this is what the symbol means to you, like, because we're like, how could somebody be so racist? How could somebody be so this? And it's like, you have to remember, like, what if they're not seeing it that way? Like, what if they're physically not interpreting it that way? And it's so egotistical of of us as people to assume that the other person is viewing that stimulus in the same way. Like, oh, how could someone not see that? It's like, yeah, but you saying that is so, it like demeans any other experience. You're now saying that their experience isn't worth as much as yours. It's, an own, it's, it's a form of inequality. By you, devalu- you know, validating somebody's stance without letting them, without asking the question first, you know, you've, you've automatically created inequality. And it says that you really don't care about everyone being equal. You just care about it coming to your way. And that's the ego speaking again so change comes from if you really feel like you're right you've got to come to people first <laughs> and it's interesting that's a, that's I, I I've always thought of that as a you know as a concept like metaphorically even in the action but like the actual physical process of asking the question and, and it shows that you accept the fact that you may not agree with them, but that you're at least believing, okay, well, this person generally believes that where they're coming from is right, so let's, I'm gonna take the time to actually find out where they're coming from, because I'm like, hell, like, maybe they are a good person, and I'm just not respecting their, how they're interpreting the situation, and we always have to remember that, like, the way we assign, all language is, is like, when you say a word, an image pops in your head, like the, the that image you with other words creates a you know there's the image it's do you're giving it adjectives and verbs it's doing stuff and then it gets to other nouns and so it's like you're taking stuff in space making it motion those thoughts have motion you're manifesting that as reality so you have to by you asking somebody the question it lets you kind of step in and realize like one of the you know the biggest humblings you know we need to get is the, the side that feels like they're being offended like when racism happens it's you're you're so 
caught on the fact that, it, that you're right. And the thing is, it, racism is wrong. There's no way to... But the thing is, it's like, you have to realize, okay, why... What about them thinks that this is right? Like, cause I couldn't imagine this being acceptable. And then you realize that from their perspective, it's like, oh, crap, they're not as extreme as you as you interpret them to be. Because from when they're, they're sitting, it's not the same thing. Or there's a place... comes from a place of hurt. Like, very few people are just flat-out malicious. Like, there's very few people that are just, like, no matter how good intention you do, they're gonna be like, I'm gonna fuck, fuck you no matter what. Like, most people are just, like, so determined that someone's gonna come back with, like, you know, signs or jabs or, like, you know, when you ask them a question, you're generally like, no, no, I respect you. Like, how did, like, tell me, like, how, like, like, what about this as your platform? It's like, I'm, and then all of a sudden, it's like, you'll realize that a lot of that hate automatically, some of it disappears because it's like, oh, shit part of my hate comes from just just like expecting the same you know retaliation it's like any 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 thing i've ever seen is like one side goes you know, i don't like you because of this and they're like oh yeah we're not like that and then they do the thing that's like that and the other side's like cool well we don't like that so we're doing that i'm like you're both doing the thing and it's like no you know you're sitting there trying to talk about peace and all you did was just fucking fight each other which is not peace i don't i don't see how you can show somebody peace with not revealing any aspect of the thing you're talking about and so is politics such is politics change somebody's mind you gotta respect them first it's like we want you know everybody's like I want to be treated as an equal but you have to treat all opinions as if they're coming from a place of equality even if you know something is like you feel something to be wrong help ask some questions to where they can naturally feel that way themselves it's like you know you can't you know let's say you have a new animal like look at animals they're like they're scared to come out of their cage right you can't be like you get out of this cage right now so I can show you love like <laughs> what <laughs> It's like, okay, if you're, if you're really peaceful, then you'll let them come out at their own rate. And then a lot of times they'll just realize, oh, well, this is safe. But by you going, it's safe, then all you've done is reaffirm that it's not safe. Same thing with, like, trying to get somebody who's racist to not be racist. It's like, you've just firmer, fur, further emphasized the fact that, like, oh, crap, I don't feel safe around these people. And he's like, all right, no, no, cool. It's like, tell me about it. Like, why, why do I suck? Or, you know, why? And then... All of a sudden, people are like, well, I mean, it's very hard to, like, if someone who's actually listening to you and, and intensively caring, it's hard for you to just look them in the eye and tell them how much they're a piece of shit when you're like, oh, when they're not being a piece of shit, and they can feel that. That automatically starts to melt the barrier of racism, is to be an example of, and respect them. The thing is, everybody's like, I'm peaceful, I don't do anything, it's like, it's true, but it's like, but at no point are you respecting each other, it's like, everybody's wanting respect, because they feel it's owed, but then, by asking for it, you're not giving it, because you're like, oh, this person automatically saw me as lower, so why am I going to respect them, and it's like, think about it, if you ever want to, someone's got to turn the other cheek first, and, you know, 
true power and true intelligence is being able to show a point or being able to at any point being able to take control of the situation by force. Like you can be like, I can outthink you or I can beat everybody in the room up, but what's greater power? Being the strongest and beating everybody up or being the strongest and you being the last person that ever uses violence because you know that you can defend yourself so let's try to do this in a way that all people could actually be equal but everyone's so focused on like I'm gonna show you how you're racist or I'm gonna show you how you're wrong or you're proving my point and it's just like if everybody just actually sat down and like legitimately hurt each other and I think I imagine the same concept would work for relationships friendships um co-workers you know everyone's being like because if somebody is really ridiculous and 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 out and they're so you know they're gonna figure it out real quick if you ask a couple questions they're like uh yeah okay yeah that's pretty fucking extreme like they may even know they're being extreme but like you'd be surprised how often like even like somebody who's racist uh doesn't even realize how extreme the racism is until you add just asking questions they're like god damn i didn't even know i was being that racist kind of thing and but the only the only the only the, the best way to disarm somebody is to is to prove them wrong and <laughs> it's like they're expecting you to you know I, I can't tell you how many racist comments i've heard about expecting people to act like thugs or animals and burn shit to the ground and it's like you know, at some point, you've got to do your thing if somebody doesn't want to listen, because some people, you can't reach, but first, it's like, nothing shows how much more civilized and intelligent and equal you are than to be more intelligent, more philosophical, and more, quote-unquote, sophisticated or than the people that are calling you unsophisticated, and then all of a sudden, they're like, oh my god, like... It's one thing to be right and then try to shove it down somebody's throat. It's another to help somebody discover that truth so heavily that they can't even, they can't even like, oh yeah, I'm better. Like, oh fuck. Like, you can see it melt in their face. Like, that realization of fuck. I know what I'm saying is bullshit. And I can't even convince myself of it. I'm saying, I'm like, I don't even fucking believe it at this point. You know, I always use this story of I used to work with, you know, member of the KKK. And, you know, I, I, I never, I didn't go, yo, you fucking racist dumbass. I just kept asking them questions. I literally, for three days straight, asked them questions um, until he realized he couldn't answer any of my questions. He was just like, damn. He's like, I just realized, I was like, man, it's like, I've always been racist, but it's like, you just, I just realized, I can't even answer some questions. I was asking my family, and honestly, they couldn't answer the damn questions. It was just like... And the thing that I feel like, if we, to end racism, or to end any big dispute, and that's why Plato completely nailed it when he said the dialogue has to happen, because by you asking, you know, each other questions through the like, Socratic method, you automatically show your your interest or respect for somebody, because what, what shows more respect than you actually wanting to hear what someone has to say? 
when do you ever, when do any of us feel respected? It's like you're in a big meeting and someone goes, hey, you over there, what do you think about this? You're like, oh, fuck, you actually give a shit what I think? Oh, uh, hey, um, yeah. And it's like, damn, it's like a lot of anger and, and frustration and stuff comes because people feel like they don't have a voice. And when, you know, that was, I mean, that's the whole idea with voting is that it's like everyone gets a voice, right? Well, you know, you'd be surprised how humanita- you know, humanitarian people can be when you have a, a, a good question. And the, the problem is, though, a lot of people just feel like they should be right on something and they ask a question and they get shut down real quick because they realize you made an assumption that you were right on something. And you never played the question game and, like, asked further. Like, someone asks you, well, what about this? And you're like, ah, huh. Never thought about it enough to get to stage two. Because no one ever let me get that far. And that's what learning is. It's like Socrates said, we don't ever really learn anything. We just uncover what what we've already known. It's like all the information that's ever existed has existed. And so you're really just uncovering what you what you've known your whole life. And so that, I think, I think that's kind of neat. So, you know, it's funny because the cards tonight were like, you know, keep telling me things like I'm supposed to be some sort of bridge to the world of spirit or the higher consciousness thinking and I'm like oh great these people already think I have like a big ego <laughs> last thing last thing I need to do is be like yeah the cards told me I'm supposed to be some sort of like prophet or some shit but I think what's interesting is I trusted my gut did a little bit of the Deemsters, and here I am spouting off, and I just, I just made some realizations myself, I'm like, because I, I was sitting there asking, like, oh, how do I uh, fix this? I was like, if I was going to solve this, what would I do? And I'm like, well, one thing that's never been, never ever made somebody feel like shit is to ask them how they really feel about something. When has someone ever taken the time, looked at you in the eye, and gone, hey, like, what do you think we should do? And you're like, and it, and you're like, everyone goes, oh, fuck, you're asking, actually asking me? It's like, imagine if the CEO of a company, before he made decisions, always looked you dead in the eye and was like, hey, random employee, what do you think about this? And you're like, oh, fuck, I matter? Imagine if, you know, everybody who is trying to repress you or thought of less of you, and you, and you, you're like, okay, well, you don't respect me, but I'm like, like, what do you... Where do you get to this position? It's like, because it did it, it's like, okay, so if I'm like this, because, well, I mean, and it's like people, a good question is, is worth more than an answer, because answers, I feel like, are, they're subjective and they change, because we change, we're in a constant state of becoming, nothing ever is, everything is always becoming something else, but a good question is like, it's like a rebirth, but it's a constant rebirth because once something's been let outside the box, it's hard to go back in. Like once you've made someone realize that like the racism is is wrong, you know, wrong, and it's not just you convincing them, it's like they actually feel it. You can see it in people's eyes. You can feel it in their energy when they unclench. Once you've done that, 
try to make somebody be racist again or try to make somebody like pretend to be ignorant it's like people people can't like so you know whenever you know think about you arguing with your significant other is whenever your significant other is like you meant to hurt me you went to do this like what you know why would you how could you be the asshole and leave me and then you're like okay I feel bad but like fuck you too but if someone's like you know do, you know what about me made me feel like I should be let or like you know huh well I'm sure you're I mean I respect your opinion so it's like how did I do this and you're like well because this and eventually you're like fuck I care about them it's like it disarms you it's like you can't help but be disarmed because asking a question automatically means someone does give a shit to not tell you how you feel about yourself but lets you actually lets you actually say what you feel like and and that's why we you know I think in in therapy they always say never like point the accusatory finger like you do this or this because it's like if you've got everything decided why even have the discussion like no this is what you feel it's like you know why am I even talking? Like, if you out all the answers, don't even. I should. I don't even need to be here for this dialogue. You've already figured out. You know, you've stripped equality out of the way because you make it. You may automatically assume you know all the answers. And the problem is, I feel like movements are riddled with these things because everybody comes at it like, oh, how could they not see like, you know, when people are like, oh, anybody who votes for Trump is an idiot. How could anybody that? It's like. Did you ask anyone why they why they voted for Trump? If you know, if everybody just went around like, give me three good reasons why you voted for Trump, and someone's like, da, 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 and you're like, uh, well, okay, that would make sense if that's the reason why you voted for it. But nobody does that because somebody might only be looking at the you know, you know, like oh, they see him as like you know, racist, sexist, and it's like you 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 know, someone's not you know, if someone's not seeing that as what well, you know while they're voting, they're seeing this aspect. It's like. You have to remember that, like, where things come from in their value pool. And plus, they may not see the same thing you're seeing. And if that is something that's true, how could you make someone re- realize something by, um, by you know, actually asking them, like, if, you, if you're really right and you're more, if you're more intelligent than somebody, then you got to be clever enough to come up with a, a good enough question to where they don't have a rebuttal. That's what we should be doing instead of like forcing shit down each other's throats. Get get so solid with what we're thinking that like you ask a question that doesn't have a, a you can't have a racist rebuttal and makes sense. Because if you can crack that barrier of if you can crack that barrier of um, of them knowing that they're full of shit, you, you've done it. Because like even if they don't change their mind right then and there, any any thing that they do they're gonna know they'll be in the middle of spouting off some like racist bullshit or just any bullshit and they'll be like "Ah, I I don't even believe what I'm saying anymore because you know it's like when it's like ever gotten a memory foam mattress or any like particular thing that's been in like one of those tight fitting bags or boxes Uh, I got when I got my memory foam I got the wrong size I tried to shove that thing back in the box to take to Walmart and I, I was like this thing is like a third too big to go back in there how did it fit it's like once you've gotten out of the box, you can't cram that shit back in because your paradigm, your language, what you are has grown too much to go back to such a limited perspective. 
I guess we say ignorance is bliss because you can fit in that box before you know anything. But once you learn, it's like, and you're like, shit, I'm not even believing the crap that's coming out of my mouth. And, but people will get to that point because it's like you respected them enough to ask them. People are like, racists don't deserve respect. It's like, you have to remember that from their perspective, they're not being racist. Someone's just validating their point if they're met with aggression. Like, oh, see, I knew this all along. Why, you know, and it's like, it's so shitty because, you know, a few, that's why they say you can never make, you never want to do something from an emotional argument as far as trying to make your point to somebody who disagrees with you. Because even if you're valid and correct, that's, you're, you can't do that to somebody else because that means you're automatically saying they're not valid and correct. And you can't have a quality if one side doesn't respect the other to, to lead them along the way to come to equality. If you're not free to say no, your yes is meaningless. So.
was so weird. That was like I was in the parameters of something. Breaking apart the things 